Ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome, welcome once again to another edition of Only a Fool Would Say That, the podcast. I am your host, Chris Granholm, the host with the most, or or the host of a yoast, of a roast, who coasts. Anyway, I'm Chris Granholm. Welcome to another fabulous edition. Uh, after a brief hiatus, a brief unplanned hiatus, uh... But you always love those kinds of hiatus, the ones that are unplanned. Uh, we, uh, yeah, just had a uh, some time off. Uh, unplanned as always. Uh, took uh, some time off. Completed the big move uh, across town. So, new climbs, new environs, new route to work. But, yes, I am back, and I think we're going to do Mondays from now on instead of Fridays, uh, although Fridays I can, you know, wish you all a, uh, uh, a happy weekend, uh, Mondays, you know, every now and then you need something to perk you up on a Monday, you know, uh, look, something to look forward to during your week, so... So there's that. Uh, so we're gonna give that a try for a while. Uh, let me know. Uh, give me feedback uh, whether you uh, prefer Mondays or Fridays. Uh, as always, you can email me at only a fool would say that podcast at gmail.com. Only a fool would say that podcast at gmail.com. Uh, yeah, let me know if you prefer Mondays, if you prefer Fridays, if you prefer Wednesdays. Kick a little feedback. We are we are in the uh, this is the third week of September. I hope you all had a uh, happy Mexican Independence Day yesterday. I know I did. I uh, hope you guys had some Corona, some tecates, some margaritas, something, uh, something cliche, uh, especially if you're not very Mexican. Just something so you can say, hey, it's Mexican Independence Day. And contrary to popular belief, because apparently I'm reading that uh, this is uh, fair knowledge in uh, most of Anglo-America, Cinco de Mayo is not Mexican Independence Day. September 16th is. September 16th, Mexican Independence Day, Cinco de Mayo, reason for white people to get drunk. Because in Mexico, Cinco de Mayo is the anniversary of the Battle of Puebla during the uh, French invasion, where a numerically outnumbered Mexican uh, group of troops overcame uh, superior numbers of French troops to win the day. Uh, Unfortunately, for the Mexicans, they won the battle, but not the war, as the French would prove victorious, march into Mexico City, and carry out an occupation for the better part of 10 years. Uh, and yeah, so Cinco de Mayo, uh, celebration of a 
well not a celebration, a remembrance of a victorious battle uh, in a uh, war in which they lost. So, kind of somber occasion, not really a reason to get plastered. Uh, by contrast, 16th of September, Mexican Independence Day, reason to get plastered. lesson from the only a fool would say that podcast.com uh, and uh, I celebrated I had a very spirited uh, Mexican Independence Day I hope you all did too and if not today's the 17th you can uh, make up for it you know uh, and your lunch hour go out and buy yourself a, uh, a tecate a, a bottle of dos equis uh, and uh, either drink it at your lunch hour or take it back to your desk who doesn't allow drinking at work I'm sure it'll be fine it'll be fine so, yeah. and if uh, your employer asks what the hell are you doing go hey it's okay it was Mexican Independence Day yesterday <clears throat> pardon me just say it was Mexican Independence Day yesterday and I'm sure you'll get the rest of the day off unpaid So yes, so I uh, I am your host, host with the most. Uh, still watching Canadian football. I have to admit, haven't watched. Only watched an inkling of American football, and then again, it was the uh, it was the Arizona Cardinals. So I don't know if uh, you can call that that I was watching football at all. Still watching baseball. Uh, hurry to the Blue Jays for taking two or three against the Yankees on the weekend. Uh, and pretty much handing the division to the Red Sox. Uh, so mixed feelings about that. Uh, because nobody sucks more than the Red Sox. You heard it here first. Only a fool would say that. Podcast. Still watching Canadian football. Getting geared up for hockey. It's almost hockey season, everyone. As the um, as in most other parts of the country, the uh, leaves change color, start falling from the trees, gets a little bit cooler. A perfect time to uh, watch some hockey. And uh, you know, here in Arizona, we celebrate. You know, we uh, mark the beginning of fall a little differently. Like I said, in uh, other places, the leaves change color, start falling from the trees, and it gets a bit cooler. Here uh, in Arizona, we mark the beginning of fall by watching the mercury fall from the 100s in the thermometer. That's how we celebrate fall here in Arizona. And we're technically... This weekend is the official start of autumn uh, in the Northern Hemisphere. Uh, big up to uh, the Grand Creator who uh, set us in the solar system just at the right point away from our star and at a 23 and I believe 1 8th degree tilt 
so that way we get uh, seasons. Well, we'd still get seasons anyway because of the spin of the Earth around the sun. get revolving and revolution confused also if I remember my my science correctly the earth revolves to give us day and night and we make a revolution around the sun that could be wrong and as far as I know those could be synonyms I'm really not sure but uh, any comments or, or uh, questions about that, only a fool would say that podcast at gmail.com. And yes, so we're beginning, this weekend will be the official beginning of autumn. Uh, fall, for those of you who prefer calling it fall. Because... from trees, I, I assume. I'm, I'm assuming that's why they call it fall and not autumn in, in other places. Yes, autumn is beginning, summer coming to an end, summer actually being the longest of the four seasons. Uh, anybody who watches Phineas and Ferb can tell you that there are 104 days of summer vacation. While there are not 104 days of summer, I believe the day the numbering is more like 94. Uh, summer being the longest of the seasons, winter being the shortest, uh, and that's according to the calendar. I don't know. I'd have to Neil deGrasse Tyson. If you're listening, um, correct me on my. First of all, on the uh, the exact degree of uh, tilt of the Earth on its axis, uh, whether you know the difference between revolve and revolution, and also uh, if summer is the longest season and winter is the shortest season, I'd uh, really appreciate some help from that. And uh, who better to ask than Neil deGrasse Tyson? Also. I would also like to ask Neil deGrasse Tyson if... Apologize for that, folks. Apparently somebody had some uh, beans and broccoli for breakfast and washed them down with some crab cakes uh, out here on the highway. Um, But yes, I would like to ask Neil deGrasse Tyson. uh, Recently, some uh, group of scientists have come out and said that Pluto should not have been demoted from planet status to planetoid. I would like to ask uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson about that. Uh, I'm sure as a uh, responsible scientist, uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson read the reasoning for Pluto's demotion and found it well thought out argument persuasive 
but yeah, I would like to get his take on the fact that uh, a couple of a few a few scientists have said that Pluto should not have been demoted. Here at the Only a Fool Would Say That podcast, uh, we still believe that Pluto is a planet um, because then the uh, anything that uh, references the nine planets would just be erroneous and false and you know we don't we support nine planets here and only a fool would say that you heard it here first only a fool would say that so yeah so Neil deGrasse Tyson if you're listening we I'd love to get your feedback on that uh, and and on you know other scientific musings that you may have uh, I'd, I'd love to hear your thoughts where I read that the other day the, um, the mass uh, particle collider at CERN has turned 10 years old. Uh, and what's next in the realm of particle physics? Or, you know, just the rest of you. You know, where do you think particle physics goes from here? Um, are, we, are we any closer to finding the grand unified theory? That... Uh, that will join macrophysics with nanophysics, or uh, I'm sorry, not nanophysics, uh, quantum physics. Uh, can we finally connect the macro and the micro in physics? Uh, are we any closer? Uh, will CERN get us there? Or will uh, new uh, super colliders that are being, uh, that are being funded and in the process of being built Will those get us closer to, to uh, combining the macro and the micro in physics? Also, I'd like to know, and maybe, you know, if any of you out there know about this, uh, uh, maybe I can reach out to some scientists at the, uh, at the, at the Seaborg Labs over in Berkeley. Uh, if any experiments are being conducted in the realm of astrochemistry. Uh, I remember reading uh, a few years back that scientists are noting with uh, uh, due to spectral lines that chemicals are in space undergo combinations that we don't see here on Earth. Uh, and of course, everything uh, behaves differently in the vacuum of space, um, but that scientists have seen evidence of uh, O4 couplings, which we don't see uh, here on uh, here on Earth, and uh, and other rare phenomena. So I'm wondering, is, is there a lab here on Earth that is doing uh, experiments into astrochemistry and, and uh, possible combinations that occur? either in zero-g or uh, with uh, respect to to the radiation commonly found in space, which we are shielded from here on Earth. So, so yeah, so if anybody knows about that, maybe I'll reach out on Twitter. And, uh, or if, uh, if Neil deGrasse Tyson is listening... elaborate more on that 
again yesterday uh, Mexican Independence Day I want to give one more shout out to Mike Duncan at the Revolutions Podcast formerly of the History of Rome Podcast author of the book The Storm Before the Storm uh, I am waiting to see if next month on his uh, paperback book tour if he makes a stop in Phoenix uh, that way maybe I could pick his brain you know uh, if he's got the time but uh, over at the Revolutions Podcast, uh, he is currently tackling the Mexican Revolution of 1910. Uh, and, uh, and only fitting that he, has, that he started that podcast and is uh, undergoing the Mexican Revolution around the time of Mexican Independence Day. Uh, good timing, Mike. I'm sure that was just not coincidence uh, so yeah if you uh, want a podcast to listen to the uh, Revolutions podcast Mike Duncan is very entertaining uh, and if you love history it's the way to go so uh, you know I know this has been very uh, science heavy not very much news related, but I am going to call that a wrap for this week. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, uh, I apologize for the unplanned hiatus. Uh, we were out for uh, two weeks. Uh, went two weeks without a show, and uh, some of you wrote in to let me know uh, where the heck's the podcast. I did not deliver on a Labor Day podcast. Uh, maybe I'll tackle the history of organized labor in the United States at, at a different at a different point. Uh, and uh, here at the Only a Fool Would Say That podcast, we are Union Yes. Hashtag Union Yes. course we are better read before dead and we are very much supporters of the working class uh, for of the proletariat to rise up and uh, take back the means of production from the bourgeoisie and uh, we support the ongoing efforts of organized labor in this country and uh, hopefully we will see a a return to some sort of uh, organized labor force uh, here in the United States. Um, it has always been, uh, one last point before I go, it has always been curious to me that how in the past organized labor has always been blue collar um, and I think that more of more public, more private sector unions should uh, embrace white collar, and that may be something that uh, comes to fore with, especially with the younger generation. Uh, uh, the younger generation, uh, uh, well, as younger generations usually are, 
younger generations are all about improving the future for all, not just for some. So, um, yes, hopefully we will see a return to to the benefits of uh, organized labor in the future. Uh, again, I have been your host, Chris Granholm. Thank you for listening to another wonderful uh, episode. Uh, we will get back to our weekly schedule, uh, and uh, you will have episodes. Uh, again, let me know. Uh, write in only a fool would say that podcast at gmail.com. Uh, let me know if you prefer Mondays, if you prefer Fridays, if you prefer Wednesdays, if you prefer alternating Thursdays, uh, if you prefer, you know, one week Tuesday, one week Thursday. Let me know. Let me know what your preference is, and I will take that into consideration uh, from here on out. Uh, right now, I am shooting for Mondays, and, but we may switch back to Fridays. Who knows? Uh, let Write in your thoughts. Let me know. I am always, uh, always love to hear from you guys. Uh, if you have any comments about what I've mentioned on the show, uh, again, love to hear from you guys. Uh, and yes, thank you for listening. Uh, I hope you guys have a good work week or a good rest week, whatever. Whatever it is you do, I know somebody who has Mondays off, so you know that's that's nice. But then again, Tuesdays are Monday. Uh, anyway, um, I hope you have a fabulous start of your week. Uh, rise and shine, people! The weekend is over. Shake off those cobwebs. Let's get back to it. Let's make a difference out there. Uh, this is Chris Granholm, wishing you all a wonderful week, and thank you for listening. Uh, We're back, ladies and gentlemen. Only a fool would say that the podcast. Adios.